Justin here. Before the episode gets started, just want to give a heads up that this was one of the earlier episodes we recorded, and the audio is a little bit rough because I was still figuring out what I was doing. Even with that audio being a little substandard, we really wanted to put it up as we had a really fun guest, and as a result, there was a lot of good content in there. Just everything from talking about barn parties to looking back as an adult on what sex ed class was like, and and really just doing an overall postmortem of each of our high school experiences. Yeah, that being said, we really hope you enjoy listening to this episode as much as we did making it. And as always, thanks for listening. Hey, Sarah. Hey, what? I want to watch romantic comedy. I'm not Josie Grossy anymore! If you couldn't tell from that excellent <laughs> opening line from Sarah, we are talking about Never Been Kissed this week. <laughs> um, well, first off, I'm Justin. I'm Sarah. And our special guest this week is... Taryn. LA. From Los Angeles. She's all the way from Los Angeles. So we pretty much have a movie star here this week. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> do you hang out with Drew Barrymore a lot? Constantly. We do coffee Seriously. every Wednesday, yeah. Pilates every Thursday evening, and no, I've never seen her in my entire life. <laughs> I, I think she could be fun to hang out with for a little bit. She but... seems like... A little bit? Well, like, I think she'd get on my nerves after a while. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just the character I like she her. plays. So either way, we're talking uh, Never Been Kissed this week. It was really released in 1999, directed by Raja Gosnell, and it is, of course, starring Drew Barrymore, who we... Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was written by Abby Cohn and Mark Silverstein, who I know because I follow Busy Phillips on Instagram, oh, and she's husband. married yeah. to Mark Silverstein, and they're writing partners, Abby and Mark, and she's always talking about them writing, and they are just filmed a movie with Amy Schumer that busy busy had a part in and hmm. i basically live vicariously through busy films <laughs> so i feel like i know mark too <laughs> and it's very exciting it's right off the bat i think what we all comment on this thing the, the cast in this is just it's a powerhouse yeah i mean you've got drew barrymore david arquette you've got molly shannon then out of nowhere james c Riley comes in john c Riley, or john c Riley. yeah james franco james franco's first role was it this is his first role it's a fun fact mm-hmm. i know and he as i'm watching the movie he's like one of the the popular guys kind mm-hmm. of lackeys i kept waiting for like i kept waiting for Something james franco else. to step into the to the limelight well at the very end i don't know if you picked it up but at the very end of the movie he kissed a girl against her will, <laughs> and she pulled away from him and slaps him. Oh, 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 no. The end of the movie. I, I was like, "Ooh, I didn't see that." Topical. Was, it, was that in the background? It, it was in the um, stands right after Drew Barrymore. What, right after the big thing happened, I don't want to give it away. Um, <laughs> then everyone was very excited, and he was like, reached over and kissed one of the other popular girls. He did not like that. Shame on you, James. Yeah. Well, okay. I guess we'll just kind of we'll jump into it. Oh yeah. One thing that got me is I purposely got the DVD from the library because I was thinking, oh okay, cool, like extra features or something Mm -hmm. like that. Forgot when DVDs came out, the extra features kind (laughs) of stuck. Didn't exist. Well, no. The extra features were interactive menu. uh, Oh right. In like two different languages, and that was it. Wow. But it was actually listed as 
extra features. Oh. So. You'd have to buy the special edition if you wanted any any bonus beyond that. Well, I hope that's yeah. coming out. I hope that's coming out soon. <laughs> we're, we're nearing the 20th anniversary. Oh, boy. Mm. So it starts with a cold open. Bold move. Drew Barrymore is standing in a baseball diamond. We don't know why yet. And I think she's saying something about love or something like that. Um, <laughs> she does not agree with that. Not at all. Screw that. So then it, it, we start at the end, and then it goes, it, you go to see her in her uh, news office. She's a copy editor? Or uh, yeah. not a copy editor. Uh, yeah, copy editor. Yeah. So, her copywriter. She writes she, for a newspaper. She edits the copy. Yeah. Which I feel like is very quickly, it, it's like a trope in these movies. I feel like every woman's job in these movies, <laughs> or so someone sorry. is involved in a newspaper or something. Any working woman had to be a newspaper right. woman. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, it was 99. It was still... Still the heyday of a newspaper. Oh, I do. Yeah. It was a copy editor. I do have that written down here. She's going through her office, and everybody's kind of walking all over her. We're introduced to her mom. She has super Amish hair. Yeah. She's not doing herself <laughs> yeah. any favors. I think that was a wig. Hmm. I don't know what that was. Well, and then we're introduced to Molly Shannon, who plays... He plays her Judy Greer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we're getting that established. We find out her name is Josie Geller. Did anyone else assume that uh, at some point Ross or Rachel may show up? No. New York 90s Geller. But I did read on IMDb that David Arquette was married to Courtney Cox. Oh. She played Monica Geller. Now he's oh. playing Rob Geller. We've got six degrees of separation. Yeah. The Geller clan. I sure did not the coasts. Uh, See that as a friend's reference. My <laughs> 90s trivia is not very good. <laughs> oh boy. There, then we get to one part when we meet the slutty best friend it, and she starts asking... Uh, Josie, Josie, if she's ever really kissed a guy, and mm-hmm. that whole part to me felt like an SNL skit. Like <laughs> I've kissed a guy, and she's going on about like the perfect kiss and like, a very romantic way of thinking about it. Like, do people talk like that? Like girls who are inexperienced, yeah, like twelve-year-old girls. Yeah. But she pretty much is how the, they kind of set her up as this. Very... Yeah, she's way too old to be thinking yeah. that. But I guess that's part of the the never been kissed. Thing. <clears throat> yeah, and she's such a nerd. Well, yeah. the movie dives into. <laughs> You know, her high school experience, but are we to assume then she went to college because she said she went mm-hmm, to Northwestern? Northwestern yeah. I just don't see how you go to college and don't expand a little or do something. Yeah, you know, she that... was just so focused on her copy editing career yeah. <laughs> goals and dreams. All the English classes. She didn't have time. Well, for being that driven too, doesn't she have like not that good of a job for being that driven? <laughs> She's the youngest so copy much? editor in Chicago oh. Sometimes history. She has her own office. <laughs> Come on. And yet another trope. She has a ridiculously large apartment oh, in of Chicago. Course. Of course. Right downtown. You know, it's like that that street looked like like really like Oak Street, one of those really fancy mm. streets in like the Gold Coast of Chicago. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure on your copy editing salary at 25, you're really going to be living there. Why does she want to be a reporter so badly? Because she, it doesn't really go into that. That's actually a really good point. How does she jump from math? Ner- well, she loves Shakespeare and the written word. Do you think yeah. it could be because she lacks these like life experiences? So that's how she seeks out her connection with fellow human beings is by reporting on them. Maybe, maybe. But yeah, you're right. They don't. They don't but even like, really. Going from such a grammar Nazi to being like, I always wanted to be a reporter. It's like, but why? Could simply be an oversight. <laughs> yeah, just she didn't want. Don't. I don't know. I yeah, and again, I need to just be straight up. I have not watched this movie in about ten years, so if anything that I say could just be coming out of straight left field from a different Drew Barrymore movie, 
Um, so we'll see how that lines up. In she the doesn't end. have any memory. Yeah, yeah. I'm just kidding. So then, the, the, now the movie. Bored I meant I, that was a reference to Fifty First Dates, oh, not to Taryn okay. having Wonder, no memory. Okay, there uh, we go. Yeah, excellent. Uh, you can cut that. <laughs> so then we're introduced to the main plot of the movie. Her boss comes in and for some reason is talking about his grandkid having a peanut allergy and something. I don't that... even know my kids. Yeah, oh, and yeah. it's Gary Marshall, isn't it? I oh, love, yeah. Quintessential yeah. 90s boss oh, in absolutely. every movie. No, he's so great. And, and so because he his kid has a peanut allergy and he doesn't know him, that means that they need to send a... Someone undercover to understand these kids, oh, but with no real direction me. of the assignment? Yeah. And it's just kind of like go in and find something salacious. Yeah. And I'm just not, go. Here you go. I don't know that I'd read a story about someone going back. To, I mean, the, this this movie. That's what Cameron like, Crowe did. Really? That's what Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Oh. They sent him back to his old high school, and he. I just was reading IMDb, <laughs> and he um, he wrote and kept a journal, and then that's how he wrote Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Oh. Can you imagine teenagers now? Oh, God. If if you had a boss. They're the worst. (laughs) Because she jumped on it in two seconds. She's like, oh, yeah, I'll do that. There was no pushback. Yeah. Uh, there'd have to, to get out ne- there there'd have to be some negotiation if someone came to me and was like hey man oh my uh, God. you're going back to high school like oh about south it. glen high somewhere oh, yeah. and her commute had to be crazy if she's driving from what i assume to be the gold coast of chicago mm. to some suburb like it's gonna be like an hour and a half yeah well you, you would think she'd have to be in a place far away from where she lived just on the off chance of running into right. like, someone right. she knew. Especially because it was a pretty small town, wasn't it? Like, Seemed like it. She like hadn't it. been out of high school that long. Right. Someone would have been like, aren't you? But well, I don't think it was her high school, was, was it? Different, it had to be a different I one. I think it was a different one. Because he was be. like, That's oh, Southland yeah. is really good at baseball. Yeah. So I don't think it's the high school that they went okay. to. It's probably makes but the he, most I mean, sense. David Arquette. Well, let, let's just hit on the main thing that we're kind of dancing around here. Uh, the whole movie they they finally address how old she is but mm-hmm. they don't tell you right up front i know and, and that gave me like the whole movie i was kind of how creeped old out. is she yeah which she, one's older it, yeah oh yeah he seemed like the older mm-hmm. brother and then out of nowhere david arquette the is the younger, younger brother, brother. Yeah. oh no wait come yeah. on no he, in the movie i did not know he's no. two years younger that yeah he's 23 not, and she's, she's 25, 25. Yeah. yeah so uh, but there's the scene of her going to prom where he's mm-hmm. like standing there, like the proud older brother with his girlfriend, and mm-hmm. it just it, it, so the whole movie. I'm sitting there just thinking, do I need to feel? Because okay, so, let me try and figure out a way to say this correctly <laughs> <laughs> to make me not sound bad. <laughs> Seniors in high school, they're like 18, 17. If she's like t- 21, it's not as creepy. Listen. As adults now, I think we can all openly say the entire premise is oh, very uncomfortable. It's very creepy. Yeah, like, the whole time. Like, while it is... The whole time, inc- I'm like, is this okay? Incredibly obvious to we audience members yeah. that she is obviously an adult, and any teacher should be able to pick up on that. Mm. The entire thing is very questionable. Oh, yeah. and I mean, I, I like that they kind of do broach that with, at the end, when he, David Arquette, has a date to prom. And she wants to sleep with him, and he's very like, yeah, not happening. Like that made me feel good. Yeah, that he knew. Yeah, he, the yeah, line. they need to just throw that in there. But I don't know, just because 
we haven't brought up Michael Vartan, the love interest, the teacher, right? Personally, I completely forgot about him when I saw him again. I was like, he's very damn, much he's hot. a nineties <laughs> like so staple. Hot. Yeah, he, he, he yeah. was. I just was oh looking gosh. at his face on IMDb. I was like, why'd you go away? Yeah, what where have you been? He was an alias. Yeah, alias and Jennifer Garner. Yeah, I don't know some other some other nineties. He's things. just very attractive. Uh, one hour photo. Oh, monster in law. Huh. Uh, guest appearance on Friends nice. as Tom Selleck's son. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's a good I one. love Tom Selleck in Friends. That's There's how I fell in love with Tom Selleck was because Monica dated him in Friends, and then I was sick one week from school, and I started watching Hawaii Five O reruns, <laughs> and I was like, Tom Selleck at any age is good. Yeah, all ages. Oh gosh, yeah. what am I right. saying? Yeah. Hawaiian, Hawaiian shirt, shirts it in, yeah. and chest hair. You know, you just. <laughs> You forget. A nice mustache. Yeah, you can. I tried going yeah. to Tom Selleck for Hall- well, Magnum PI for Halloween once, but I didn't plan really correctly, mm. so my I didn't grow my mustache out quite as much well, as I needed to. The whole oh yeah, no, it was a t- it it just looked like I was a tourist. It was in mm. Vegas, and so it just looked like I was a tourist walking well. around. We do agree that the movie as a whole, the premise makes us all oh, very right, very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Okay, very good. much. Well, I'm glad we're all on the same page. Like as a teen watching it, you were like, "That's cool," but no, mm-hmm. I love that he's like. My name is Sam Coulson, but, you know, the, the administration here has a problem with people calling me Sam, as if, like, he's, like, the super cool guy. He's like, <laughs> I just wish the students could call me by my first name. I'm their buddy. But, I'm not their yeah, teacher. Yeah, I'm here to talk and jazz about it. I'm here to change lives. Yeah. <laughs> not that, just teach. The poor push and pull that that guy went through <laughs> through this movie where he's interested in Drew Barrymore, but he... But he's confused it, about it. Yeah, like, the... the, the <laughs> terrible feelings that he had to go work through on that yeah like, the whole movie he thought he was attracted to a student yeah a teen. a teen and he just Not kept cool. showing up places it's <laughs> like he's at the senior night he's painting the prom stuff well, he's you know that's his know. buddy buddy relationship yeah. with his you know he's, he's gotta a real, be there he wants to be Meanwhile, his girlfriend doesn't like the random reggae, weird, <laughs> like, Caribbean music nightclub that they all go to. I was like, what the hell? Oh, yeah. Okay. So at one point, just to jump ahead, Sarah's talking about there's a part where they go to a club. Totally out of nowhere. Like, let's all go to this club tonight. And it's like <laughs> reggae and calypso i always assumed because movies always do stuff like this like uh, clueless has that really cool there's always these really cool clubs that Mm -hmm. as i was growing up i always thought like oh man this is why people go to the 90s clubs were the best oh yeah they were all kind of warehouse synchronized dancing did that exist i can't say i was just a child i don't know i I mean it's chicago i don't know maybe in la it did well then the other question is too with that it, it looked primarily to, it, it seemed to have an awful lot of underage kids in it. Oh, and yeah. number one, underage bars, that's a terrible business model. And then yeah. they have the teacher there too. Like, <laughs> yeah, what's he doing? Like, hey, underage kids. By the school? Yeah, like, was so it like strange. a Saturday night hang? No, it was a week. It was a weekday it was a week though. Night, oh yeah. Because she fell asleep with the hand stamp and it. it Put loose on put it on her face. Yeah. We used to have here in Columbus when I was in high school. There was a comic book shop that would be a music venue, and it was like a place for teens to go. Oh my! I know, and the guy had a his heart was in the right place. He's like, oh yeah, when I was a kid, I there wasn't really anywhere for bands to play, and I always wanted to go somewhere with my friends and never could um it turns out uh having a music venue for teens with like obviously no booze and the kids have no money terrible business model yeah. it did not last yeah, long can't. there was a 
place in Dayton. Mm. You, I think you had to be under 18 to even be let in. That's weird. It was like 15 <laughs> to 18. Oh my God. And it was like four kids yeah. to dance. It's called Sirens. Oh. Sirens. That, very interesting name. That's a yeah. strip club here in Columbus, I think. I feel like that's Is only that right? a strip club. Yeah. Like, that's not yeah, a bar it, name. It was, I never went, but I always had like friends who were like, we're going to Sirens. And I'm like, ooh. There was one, there was one bar here in Columbus that would do it when I was in grade school. I remember they'd have like, same thing, like 15 to like 18 or something mm-hmm. uh and i never went but people would describe going and it always sounded just terrible to me yeah and somehow there were always like teenage a lot fights. of grinding oh god <laughs> pretty much as a, a business, lot of body odor <laughs> yeah but just as a business all you're doing is opening yourself up to liability, liability with yeah no no yeah. money coming in and then why do guys like to plug up the toilets like <laughs> was it just in my high school that like Let's go destroy the bathroom. Like I never played that game. They would, <laughs> they would have to have monitors outside the guy's bathroom. Are you kidding me? Uh-uh, oh because then they would like plug them up with <laughs> paper towels or something. And <laughs> this happened all the time. And then they would have to have someone let them into the girls' bathroom one at a time to pee because they had destroyed their own. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. That's not a thing. I it's don't not remember thing. that. <laughs> well, I guess good old Dayton, Ohio. Oh, my God. Well, we had no clubs uh, whatsoever in my town, just barn parties. So, uh, oh, so you, but were they? Oh, cool? I didn't go to barn parties, guys. Oh. I was a real Josie Grossy. I was not very popular. Oh. I spent a lot of time watching um, classic movies at home in the dark by mm. myself, like Breakfast Club, <sighs> like The Maltese Falcon. Yes, actually, <laughs> I love that movie. It's a wonderful movie. Fantastic. See, I would think and that's barn why pa- we both like drinking bourbon. Yes, and we are sixty-year-old yeah. men at heart. At very minimum age range, yeah. sixty. Driving a convertible yep. slowly down the very street, slowly, just cruising, yeah. listening to Jimmy Buffett. Mm-hmm. Now, the I'm Eagles. Fasc- now I'm fascinated by barn parties, though. Would it, was it like in Son-in-Law? I think there had to be something like that in Son-in-Law. Like they just there were a couple of people at UD that had barn parties. It sounds so like so much fun. Yeah, I mean, you just was... have a bunch of beer and yeah. hang out in the barn. barn. Yeah. yeah. If you ever hear of a barn There's party. There's a hayloft, I'm sure. Things get crazy. Yeah. Right? Well, if you hear of one in Plain City ever, I mean, can you let us know? They still have it. Hey, 15-year-olds. As far as, far as I understand party. them, they are mostly people I graduated with still having high schoolers oh, over wow. their house. Oh. It's a little... Hmm. whole town's a little close, we'll say. So say hmm. close. So it's like... It's a, the kind way to put it. So, yeah, barn parties. So we could go to a barn party. Always hosted by someone's uncle. I want to pinch the hell out of a barn party. I want to put, like, twinkly lights up. It'll be, like, way fancier Yeah, some sort of a tasseled... keystone light Like, bunting. Yeah. Be great. I think they were typically... Typically hosted by someone's... Keystone light, yeah. uncle. Cool. Uh, <laughs> needs to be noted i put cool in air quotes <laughs> yeah um okay so back back to the back to the movie uh, okay. she yeah. is now she's now enrolled in high school she's man we jumped around a lot uh, yeah. she's now enrolled in high school she tries getting in with the popular girls one of which played by a young jessica alba uh, yeah jessica yeah. Alba. yeah that Looking at the fun. time we didn't really know her no, no. And now, now we do now we do. i yeah Look i can't think fondly. of i can't think of too many things that I know her in. I just, I she's one of those people to me. It's like just is famous. She's just, she was in um, 
Honey. Sin City. Sin City. Well, I know that. Yeah. yeah. What's the dance? Um, she had the TV show, didn't she? She was like a spy or something. That's Dark something alias? Or other, maybe? Oh, no. no. Yeah, yeah. What was that? Dark Angel. Dark Angel. Is that what it was called? I think that was like early, mid 2000s, yeah. perhaps. Um, she was on Secret World of Alice Mack, apparently. What? Hmm. Good luck, Chuck. Let's start a podcast hmm. about that show oh, because. I always wanted to be a silver puddle. <laughs> <laughs> so she's not popular. The popular girls don't like her. She falls into the same old uh, rhythms of her old high school experience where she... They just... hide her car. Yeah, they hide In her the car. middle of the... <laughs> oh, yeah. That's another thing I've written down. Did pranks like that... We didn't have pranks in high no. school that I remember like that. No. Not like on an individual person. Mm-hmm. Well, what did you have? Like, I can't even think oh, of Oh, we did school... senior pranks. Like what? I don't think we oh, had... Oh, gosh. Like my freshman or sophomore year, all the seniors let thousands and thousands of bouncy balls out oh, down the stairways in the middle of class prank. change. That was really fun. Yeah. So prank. people were like running all over trying to grab them and like they were stopping up all the halls. And then someone else, I can't remember, but my senior year, they went out to a farm and sold a bunch of farm animals <laughs> and brought them into the school so there were ducks in the elevator and uh, birds and they caused like felony damage to the school <laughs> the administrators were pissed well obviously okay yeah, that's uh ooh, it was boy. bad i never i seriously <laughs> didn't know that real high school pranks happened again i thought oh, yeah. it was a tro- like just a movie trope that's fantastic oh yeah we had a, my freshman year this is as close as we got to pranks and i think this is probably what shut everything down they had done it since the 60s or 70s there was a junior senior slave auction Whoa. There were we were a very white school. I think that's the only reason it lasted as long as it did. But um yeah, seniors Yeah, like a slave for a day. Wait. You just bid on I think juniors bought seniors or seniors bought juniors, one of the two, and then had you I mean people dressed like babies. Yeah. Carrying around. Yeah, you had to do whatever they said. Whatever they said. Yeah. Yeah. That was the closest I think that was our little like sanctioned prankery that did not last past my freshman year of high school oh yeah no, that that uh, had to go my high school had nothing fun like that <laughs> I, I really was racking public my brain high school yeah you gotta, it's all about the public <laughs> well I mean, like the like the wackiest stuff we did was like i i had a club that a friend and i started that was uh, based around mad libs and we got it to be the third <laughs> okay i said i was the like not cool one here oh i think we gosh. might have a new cake <laughs> Wait, so I'm gonna pass that do you guys have i not told you guys <laughs> you have matching t-shirts no, well, no. So did the name of the club change every oh week based on whoever God. filled in the best answer no 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 it didn't <laughs> but it was called okay and now i'm now i'm now i'm excited to talk about this <laughs> a buddy and i needed to pad college resume or college applications we realized <laughs> partly through so- or, uh, junior year you gotta have those clubs well in so- but not he was a swimmer and i bowled but that was about it and we didn't want to like do anything so okay. i can respect that so we were talking one day and we were like what if we just made the biggest bs club and let everybody know like this is just to pad like your application just let us know what title you want and we called it the society for madlib scholars smiles for That's short so- oh my god so that first meeting we had i think maybe like 12 people by the last meeting 
by the last meeting, we were the third largest club in the school. Wow. We had to have two teacher proctors, and they had to wow. give us the cafeteria for our meetings. Wow. I will, I will take back my criticism. That we, is quite impressive. We had... Uh, it's still hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's very funny. We had, I think, something like seven treasurers. Uh, <laughs> what? Yeah, because we told that everybody investment. if you wanted... A title. Oh, an officer position. Yeah, so we just gave them to everybody. That's and, funny. And fast forward, uh, I worked in the Office of Admissions at UD. Fast forward. I'm the talk- University of Dayton. The University of Dayton. <laughs> Dayton. Uh, and I worked in the Office of Admissions. I was talking to a lady and I told the story, one of the admissions counselors. And she looked at me. She's like, wait. I, I remember that. I read your application. I thought it was a joke. And I went around and showed a couple oh people. Oh, my gosh. So, I was like, no, this is, this is dead serious. So. Wow. So that was, okay, so I didn't have pranks, but we had that. We uh, also had open lunch. You could leave oh, for an hour. Boy. We did not. We had that once a month. Awesome. Oh, and yeah, no, we no would leave, our art teacher would just go into her office in the back room and not pay any attention. And so we would leave during art class and go to McDonald's. Nice. <laughs> it was a real free-for-all. Uh, so, so she had a prank pulled on her, Josie Grossie did. And so things aren't going well for her. The... You know, we see flashbacks of when she was in high school and people calling her Josie Grossy and just being generally. Man, uh, those braces. Oof. Yeah, they. she had a tough time, man. <clears throat> Drew Barrymore um, did a great job being awkward. I don't know she, if there's anybody who can play awkward as well as she can. Like, Yeah. She Is this where the editor starts getting on her about? Yeah. And he, yeah, he's like, I'll choose it because if you don't choose a good story, we're both fired. So he gets a surveillance van. Mm. Oh and God. everybody's talking about like, underage hotties like i heard that twice in the in like the first like 15 or 20 minutes i'm like these surveillance van in the parking lot of of a high school and then talking about underage hotties is like what the hell it was a simpler time you know what actually that that makes me and swimsuit tops to school oh yeah what is that yeah and, to, and then to, well, we'll get to prom, but prom, same thing. It was just, was yeah. that genuinely, okay, I guess here's the thing with the movie. I'll just throw it out there right now. It, it was, I liked it, but mm-hmm. it felt like a lot of the stuff in it, I don't know who they were making this movie for because it was like not true enough to make you feel, anyone feel like nostalgic. Like it wasn't an accurate representation. I think it was for high schoolers. Okay, because like as I'm watching it, I, to me that did not mimic in any way my high school experience. Like um, kids like weren't that. No out. high school movies I watch. I don't think yeah. there's been a single one. It all gives me a, a very rosy feeling about like ah, and then I realize nothing. Yeah. Like, well, but like we certainly weren't allowed to wear that stuff. To absolutely school. no midriff. Well, I, I had uh, Catholic school, so uniforms and. Yeah, yeah, it was a big deal for you guys when they got to take off the bid part yep. of their yes, it, yes, dress. Yes, it was. They were they roll were, it down. They were they were not flattering outfits uh, until after that bell hit. And then, uh, that's funny. Have you ever done like a post mortem looking back at high school and be like, where did I really fit in there? Like, you know what I mean? Try and like break down, get glean more out of your high school experience, or you know what I mean? Like, mm. look back at it and really try and examine it a little bit. Or am I the only one that's done that? I was a mess. I was not. You're a mess in high school. Really? Yeah, I was never. I was always kind of on the outside. I felt like, like I was. I played field hockey, but then I joined the band junior year because I needed something to do, <laughs> <laughs> and my parents never let me out of the house. So I spent a lot of nights in the basement watching Comedy Central oh, yeah. while everyone else went to parties and drank. I, I I don't know. I just I I I like looking back and kind of. I, I don't think I realized I 
I thought I was in a good, looking back, I was in a pretty good spot. I had a reasonably like diverse friend group. I don't remember the pecking order in the high school being as bad as, like, maybe it was in reality. I feel like it, it more kind of happened, like, junior high. And, like, a little of the relationships hard, bled yeah. over in everybody's mind. Because, mm-hmm. like, senior year, nobody really cared. Yeah, and I even, I don't know. I My class, I think we graduated with 130 kids in my graduating class. I graduated with 145. Yeah. All right, so we're all yeah. pretty small. Yeah you know high schools and stuff mm-hmm. but yeah i was kind of i was just in the middle i played a sport but i was also in band and art club and french yeah. club so like i yeah, just was I, never allowed to have a social life outside of school yeah in college when i was home on breaks i had a curfew of 11 oh my on goodness i wasn't allowed i still until just recently i was not allowed to watch r-rated movies in front of my mother no she, yes no. my junior and senior year when i finally had a kind of a social life they let me stay out as late as i wanted i think because they were just so happy i wasn't so backward they were like oh my god she's out thank god we thought there was something wrong we're just so happy she might be normal my parents were especially well my mom was a fairly hard partier in in high school and had not very little oversight Uh so she went full opposite yeah let's just pin this down so it was like might as well just sit in the basement and watch Comedy Central. Yeah. Not <laughs> rock the boat. It's fine. <laughs> I just, I guess I just always assumed you had like a, not like party wild. I guess I just always assumed you had like a very social, like. I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, go show you. I never, never drank in high school. I never went to a single high school party. I never went to a single high school party either. I don't think I did. Maybe small, small one. Did but people did, right? Like the in my school, stuff like did. that was oh, a yeah, thing. Oh yeah, every weekend. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we had a lot of really rich kids with parents who worked, mm. so oh. lots of parties, hmm. lots of going out. I don't think I missed. It, honestly, I don't. I don't. I don't. Some things in life I wish I would have done. That's one of them. I really don't think. Yeah, you think have. back and announce. Like, well, it just it know. seems with everything in life, it seems so important at the time, and then you're yeah. like, oh. No, yeah. it didn't really matter. I think you just hit on something with this movie, Taryn, mm-hmm. too. That was you, like how everything seems so important. That's one thing that I couldn't get by with Drew Barrymore. And I get like, she's only 25. No, she's 25. She's been out of high school for a long time, seven, yeah. eight years. Mm-hmm. But everything going on in here, like if I went back, say, say I could pull for an 18 year old and I went back and someone called me a name or, you know, like how she was kind of teased, I would tell them straight fuck off and keep right. walking. Right, but I like, think she has child. arrested development. Yeah. Mm. It's like her brain was big, but she had a lot of shit to work through that she'd never right. dealt with mm. in high school, you know? And so she's still bothered by the same things because she's right back in the same situation until she, like, figures out how to grow out of it Mm -hmm. it's like just the character we have to make the assumption because if she's 25 Mm -hmm. she's never even kissed a boy slash man Mm -hmm. now that she's 25 and an adult technically right um and she's already like career-wise it's pretty weird i was married by the time i I was 25 (laughs) i like i even i I was a later well i guess i i'm harder (laughs) on myself than i actually was well that's that's a good question for this is probably when was all of our first kisses since that's the whole premise of the movie probably like what i'd consider I like in a, seventh grade like a I, i'm not counting like a pet we're not no, counting like, like a, a pet real, like, like a, a real real like a yeah. real dating um probably like sophomore junior year of, yeah. of high school of high school yeah <laughs> i was 16 yeah so i don't think yeah i was like 
if I how had, do you guys you got it <laughs> so cool if I had never been I, so I have anxiety about everything uh-huh. if I was 25 and had never even kissed a girl guess I'm not doing that for my life because now <laughs> I because <don't, laughs> I'm all done now yeah, well, that, I feel like that though is like that informs the character because she like was obviously very career driven and very school mm-hmm. but I feel like that when that's all you do like you are in this arrested development mm-hmm. state where it's just like must you're focus on stuck. words yeah and like yeah. you get to that point in your life and it probably like was horrifying and like just you you say in the high school mindset when you've just been yeah, she probably was there, yeah. obviously still a child in many ways mm-hmm. like if your life is that that her younger brother had to like right snap her out of it oh okay so yeah grooving back to the movie the younger mm-hmm. brother so things really aren't clicking for her. she's t- told her younger brother who used to be a baseball star mm-hmm. all about this and he shows up at the high school. He enrolls <laughs> because he wants to join the baseball team to get seen by a scout. Which it's is also, all it's very day. troubling yeah. how easy it is for these adults yeah. to enroll in no high joke, school. No joke, though. That happens. No, no. <laughs> like, Question written well, down. I think there was Fourth. just a news story about yeah. that, wasn't there? They're having to start like actually getting people's social security numbers because there are people who have been serial high school joiners. Oh, what? God. Yeah. Wait, so this is like real? <laughs> yeah. It's glorious. It doesn't days, happen bro. very often, but it does happen. So you you have a you have a child who is in school. I have written down here. Ask Sarah how do you how do you enroll in a school? Because I never <laughs> yeah, you fill out a form. Because I, I don't. That's even, it. They don't ask for ID. They don't. You know. You don't. Have you to, pay them the money. You give them their name and information. So you really could do this pretty easily if you yeah. could pull for a little. Yeah. Wow. Especially at a high school. I don't know what I assumed the process was like, but I assumed that it would be a bit more complicated than like, yeah. oh, here's your one sheet form, sir. Now, yeah. now here's, uh, here, yeah, here's your school ID. Yeah. Well, okay. So David, either way, David Arquette comes in. Love David Arquette. <laughs> love him in yeah. this too. I love him in everything. He's great. So he comes in and Josie is, well, there's no way he'll, because he was very popular <laughs> in high school before, and there's no way he'll be popular that quick. It takes time. Within the day, yeah. Cut to him finishing a bucket of <laughs> coleslaw. <laughs> I'd be friends with that guy. Well, yeah. I'm gonna be very honest. I also wrote down here, for some reason, in, in these movie, well, pretty much any movie, I never identify with the cool guy. Like, I'm mm-hmm. never like, oh man, I want to be that guy. It's always like the the weird, goofy, mm-hmm. uh, sure. like I don't want to say like wild man well it's like, because the people who write this weren't cool in high school right, either they're all mm-hmm. they, they're writers they what? give the yeah. attention to the not perfect people but i think yeah like the the um i think that explains why my life is where it's at though is the, <laughs> <laughs> like the people that i had watching movies be like i want to be like that guy i want to be well, like the guy that works at the luau yeah hut. the popular guys the are never hut. supposed to be the true cool ones that's why they're always like such yeah. one-dimensional bros chugging coleslaw like, <laughs> Like, yeah. no. like, I know, like, the cool guys I went to high school with were kind of bro-y, but none of them were, like, that, that stupid. Like, Although a kid I went to high school with used to come unexpectedly around corners yelling, Mangina, with his pants off okay, and having yeah. tucked everything. There definitely was yeah. some of that, but yeah. we had a lot of uh, foil in the you microwave. love to surprise the people with the Mangina. Yeah, that is... Um, chilling actually (laughs) chilling i got in trouble in second grade for cutting i was bored at my desk and just would sit and cut my own hair not drastically but the teacher saw me obviously and was just like what what in the what on earth you can't and i was just like i was bored 
And I remember getting, that was like one of the only times I ever got in trouble, trouble in school. Because I was such a like goody two shoes. And then I was just terrified. I was like, I cannot ever, I must always just look the way I look right now. I love that they had the sex ed time. And uh, Molly Shannon accidentally became the sex ed teacher. <laughs> and then Mike, Sam Coulson, Coulson, whatever, the teacher, Michael uh, Vartan. Uh, Sam Coulson. Coleslaw, Coleslaw, that's Coleslaw, right. Of course. Yes. There's, a, there's a running <laughs> motif throughout the whole story. Sam Coleslaw, Coleslaw, the former Coleslaw champion, <laughs> now teacher, um, is like walking around observing them putting condoms on bananas. Like, it's like very odd. A lot of it is like, very odd. Make sure you put the condom on right. I'll be walking around. I'll be like, checking your work. <laughs> like, just stay at the front of the class. Yeah, don't get, don't. Like this put a hand on a shoulder weird. reassuringly. Don't do any yeah. of that. Now here, now here's an interesting talking point. Uh, I went to a Catholic high school. Mm -hmm. You guys went to public high schools. Mm -hmm. We did have a sex ed like portion <laughs> that I kind of recall. I'm gonna take a wild guess. It differed greatly from what you guys oh, had. Yeah. Ours started in grade school. Mine oh, started absolutely. In grade school. I think ours was fifth or sixth yeah, grade. Ours was like grade. sixth grade. Yeah, but I'm in, I remember the high school and specifically. Um, they separated the boys and girls. Yes. I don't remember. When we were younger, they did. I'm, I'm just talking like high school. They kept us. All I remember about the high school, and I guess what I'm getting at is two days. And one day it was like the health department came in and showed us slides of STDs to steal us. I think I remember that. I we think we had that. that. Oh, we, we have no actual. It was ab I think it was abstinence only in our class. Oh, like, no. Ours was definitely. Ours, like, we're a very small town. Very. Uh, ours like, was like everything. And then our teacher wanted us to be comfortable using the words mm. so she made us chant penis sex vagina penis sex vagina <laughs> over and over again a bunch of fifth grade girls who we were like okay it didn't work it just made us all amped up and weird oh well, <laughs> i'll tell you the weirdest actually this did just i jumped to my there was a one of the religion classes i had senior year had a like uh, sex ed component to it mm -hmm. and the the deacon took us all religion and sex yeah and the deacon religion after oh, night or at after night uh, i remember this vividly because it was just one of the most awkward moments of my life he was like okay guys we can just talk for real here we're all guys in here oh, no. what, 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 what questions do you guys have about sex for me because he's a deep married deacon yeah, he's married. and None of us had any questions for him about <laughs> right. anything. It was just the most awkward, painful thing. And I remember, like, one kid finally asked a question just so we could get out of there. Yeah. I, I mean, respect to that kid because nobody ever wanted to be that kid. But also, I just now think back on, like, the adults tasked with that. Oh, the God. strength they must have because I don't Awful. have a clue Awful. how um, sex works. You don't. Yeah. How sex works. No idea. I don't understand it to this day. Lost. I never asked the question. So yeah. here I am. Every, every month Still never been kissed. <laughs> um, but it just is so like, can you imagine sitting in front of a class of 10 year olds and having to be like penis sex vagina? Like how? No. It, I think that was her idea. Like, yeah. She's like, well, I'm going to cure these kids of their giggles. I don't remember much, but I do remember they, like, made a point to use all the words they're supposed to use mm -hmm. and, like, made a strong point to be like, because they're not dirty. That's just what yes. it is. And we were all, like, yeah, ten. So we is. were like, Ooh. Yeah, we did that, too. I just I just wish when they did sex ed in, like, fifth grade or so that they would have just come in and be like, all right, guys, gonna be honest with you. It's gonna get real rough here for a little bit, so hang on. I mean, all of, I remember the videos and stuff we watched were all, like, it was very stereotypical. They were, like, from the 60s. They were on oh, a really? slide projector. We had no money. We were that videos. kind of public school. And so it was, like, 
it was all rough. I remember vividly being in fifth grade when they were they were watching like a really old. I mean, it had to be from sixties, seventies as well about like what <laughs> sex was. And I remember vividly like right when they finally explained like the penis goes in the vagina. Like right before that, I remember I had an aha moment where I'm like, wait, those two things fit together. I bet that's what sex is. And then they said it on screen. And you were like, you know, I know in my head, I was like, crushed it. (laughs) And now looking back. I understand. I'm an advanced student, yes. Well, now looking back, though, that was genuinely fifth grade. And I had no clue what sex was until fifth grade. I had no reason to know. But I can't imagine a kid nowadays getting to fifth grade and not knowing what sex really is. The whole world with the internet available as a child is very shocking and strange to me. I remember the first time I heard anything about oral sex mm. my mind was blown i was like what why would you ever do that <laughs> on earth like she put her mouth on me. Like, what Where? that makes no sense i learned what the word virgin meant from the 1993 disney classic hocus pocus yes very important lesson that's a great learn. A virgin lights a candle. Yeah, that is. They use the word virgin a lot. Well, I had to main explain that point. to my six-year-old. Yeah. Uh, don't worry about it. It's just a thing. It's just. A, it's just a funny. Yeah. funny it's what word. you're gonna be until you get married. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so okay. the kingdom comes. So don't light me candles. Subtle thing. Josie could not, at 25 years old, uh, figure out how to get a condom on either. So again, <laughs> she's. You know, yeah. has never been kissed, yeah. 100% a virgin, but I thought that was a nice little yeah. a nice little thing just That's to throw important. in there. The one thing that we haven't hit on at all is a prom is like the big building point through all of this. Oh my God. Was Those people pro- are so excited. Was it a thing at your school? Was no. it a big deal? It was a pretty big deal. Well, the, the thing that I was surprised about was the theme. Everyone's freaking out about the prom theme. Did, you, did either of you guys have a theme? Yeah. I mean, we always had like, yeah, like... Like, it was, like one was like stairway to heaven. What was um, your What was your theme? You said it so quickly. I know it's on the um, my time. junior year, it was, but the she theme didn't and the dress song like, like never went together. I don't know. Oh, you Ours, had a song. We, we always had a prom song. song because, oh. well, my junior year, my date was on the prom council and he rigged the voting, so I got the song I wanted. Yeah, yeah. Eric Clapton's wonderful tonight. Oh, you uh, mean the song that is used at ninety percent of proms well, as listen, the prom song? I was and not. A, I was not a desperately creative sixteen-year-old, <laughs> but I thought I was cool because it was Eric Clapton and not like he made sure what Mama want, know. Mama get. Yeah, I think though that year our theme was "Kiss from a Rose," but that Ooh. wasn't our prom song. I think that was our prom song the next year when that was huh. the theme. But I also could be just mixing all the proms together. Oh, they always have live dance. bands, right? And that so was, nice. I always wanted that. I was yeah. like, oh, but I also I was just like, you're a small DJ. town girl. You're not gonna have a live. Well, see, band. my high school was really really wealthy. It looks like an old Tudor castle. Like it's oh. very old and. Has like lots of different floors and stairways that go weird places, and it's very like castly. And then we had our prom one year on a riverboat in Cincinnati, and then my senior year was at the Dayton Art Institute in this place called the Grotto, which kind of looked like where the prom was in this movie. And so it was very like now I look at high schools and I was, you know, teaching like. Most high schools are not like that, but we just had a buttload of money in that little town, and it was probably closer to these rom-coms than Mm. most people's average high school experience. Pick a uh, 
pick a prom theme right now. If you had to pick a prom theme, like sell me on a prom theme. Either of you guys, just pick something. My, my current day prom theme I would choose and I would choose probably a wedding if I was planning it right now. And this is a true mark of the 90s, Titanic. Forever. Oh, and I tried fun... to get, my junior year, I tried to get, I was a big Titanic nerd because I genuinely loved the history of the Titanic. And then they were like, we're making a movie and Leonardo DiCaprio was in it. And I was like, I <laughs> am going to die. <laughs> oh, um, it was so exciting. Oh my God. I, I watched Titanic was... like once a month. I know everybody. Yeah, we, I, I saw it in the theater twice. I saw it 12 times. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, was, I was nine years old though, 10 years old, whatever. Aww. But I tried to get my mom to buy me a replica of the dinner dress Kate Winslet wears when she takes Leo to dinner. It was $3,000. And I was like, but mom, it's prom. And she was like, no, absolutely not. Well, Taryn, I'm going to be very honest with you. If you're looking for that prom theme, promnight.com does offer a beyond the sea complete prom theme for uh, (laughs) $1,999. I always did like the enchantment on the sea dance in, um, I would like an old fifties, like in um, back to the future. Yeah. Where That's so old west. Well, there is. Oh, he, that is the old west. Yeah. It's two where they have to go back and like stop his parents yeah. from. Yeah. Yeah. No, one. One. They have to go one back. Goes two. Back they go. Parents. Two. They actually go the into the future. Forward. Then don't they go back? Do they go back? Yeah. Then they well. repeat. Yeah. yeah, it gets. Very... They're in the past. Brian was here. This is one future. of Brian's favorite. Yes favorite series of all yeah, time i love I, I watched it's obviously been a few well years, don't they but... say it's like the perfect script yes in it definitely is i'm not gonna lie <laughs> it's this... a little creepy <laughs> oh yeah this kit uh really has some nice things uh the... two swimming sea creatures a wondrous whale song screen this kit. is not titanic oh, though. i know i'm just saying we could probably make it work no uh, I'm okay sorry. so either way <laughs> Back I'm to the movie. Sneeze. There's a prom thing. There's a big... They lose their prom theme. And then for some reason... Oh, it, by this point, David Arquette has helped make Josie popular mm-hmm. by t- telling all these stories about her. They like, that she's rich. Date. Yeah. She <laughs> spends all her time on her parents' yacht. And so people start loving her. And then there's this awkward moment during the sex ed thing, I think. Was it during... I think it was during the sex ed. They're like, we, our prom theme is being done by this other school. And everybody gets mad. And oh out of nowhere, God. the one guy's like... Josie, I Josie has, has a good yeah, idea. Josie will figure this yeah. out. Like, where's that coming from, buddy? Like, Josie's a genius. Rich she can kids do everything. know everything. Speaking of that guy whose name is Guy, <laughs> is he hot? Hold on. I'm going to have to consult a photo of whoever Because is um, he's guy. very androgynous. I, I, I thought he looked. I, he's kind of more creepy looking to me. He looked yeah. like he could be related to one of the McPoyles. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Always uh, oh, Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, yeah, kind of. Like a cousin. Yeah. Like he's not, yeah. Um, I think I looked up a picture of him he's now. He's always wearing like yeah, silk his... shirts with large like cuffs. And his haircut oh, is geez, like very no, is... like. Oh, geez, no. I don't know. Well, it's a, it's a bad photo from the movie. The current photo is he's just he's a got very, very looking very, dude. Um, memorable eyes. Mm. But I'm just like, are you the cool guy? You I, seem more I'm like you should be like an art nerd. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I feel like yeah. that, well, no. I'm... Hi, I'm Guy. Hi, Guy. I wish you pronounced it Guy. Guy. French Canadian. So so back to the movie once again. So they lose their prom. Josie ends up picking famous couples throughout history, mm-hmm. which so I think cute. that's a cool yeah, one. Yeah, you're doing a theme. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's... If I was going to go... When they said that, I started thinking... But I think that gives away that she's 25. No teenager would pick that. 
What would you have though in high school? Yes, but I was cool. <laughs> and you picked the th- you picked the song, so who knows? But I was twenty five. I was always twenty five. <laughs> Guys, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm actually in my mid forties right now. So the youngest I've ever been is somewhere around thirty six. And the guy asks Josie to go to prom a little bit later is like the dream her dream guy and fulfilling her old dream of being popular and all that. Did are, were prom proposals a thing when we were younger? I didn't do it. And I don't remember it being a big thing. My, my senior year, I had a boyfriend. Mm. So, like, that was a given. But, like, my junior year, and my date did ask me, because he was dating a girl at a different school. I have a real complicated history. But he asked me at, like, someone's birthday party. Hmm. It was weird. But I don't think it was, like, a thing. I don't mm. think anybody really did it. If you had the option today to go to prom to chaperone, like, say you got to, you know, you didn't, you weren't going to prom, but you were going to chaperone it, and you got to get dressed up. Would you do it? I hate teenagers. Well, you just, I hate you, children. Well, you get to enforce rules. I hate youth culture. Okay, so no. I just feel like it would just... In my mind, I still would be like, oh, I'd love to wear a nice dress again, because as adults, I think one of the tragedies is there are not that many occasions, at least in my life, to wear lovely gowns. Mm-hmm. But then I just would be surrounded by teens and there are teen music and their teen fondlings and it's just yeah. is not a thing I'm interested in being part of. Oh my god. Wait, I got a, I got a, a dance story. Okay, because I, I would 100% be a chaperone in a heartbeat. I helped coach a high school bowling team for four years and was just praying that for some reason they'd call the assistant <laughs> bowling coach and be like, all right, Justin, nobody can stop. Top of the list. Yeah, we've heard you own your own tuxedo, which I do. Get here <laughs> now. I'm afraid of the teens. I think they would not respect my authority, and then I would be shamed, and I just couldn't. I couldn't live with myself after that. I had one teen run-in recently. My <laughs> car park. I live across the street from a high school in LA, or I did. I moved recently, but... My carport wasn't gated and all the others in the neighborhood were. So it, it as I found out one night, not late at night, this was very lame, the <laughs> teens would hang out under there and smoke weed because oh. it was an easy place right across the street from school. And one night they were crouched behind my car. And as I turned the corner and saw just two average children smoking pot, <laughs> I dropped my purse, leapt backwards and went, ah! You kids! <laughs> and they looked at me and I was like, you you can't do that back here. Oh no. And they were like, okay. And then I, instead of just getting in my car like a normal, rational person, just flustered, turned around and walked away and then stood in my <laughs> lobby until I saw them leave. Oh my god. So I'm not very good with teens. I turn into a 65-year-old woman you. and shriek and say, you children. And they had to be confused because I probably was dressed just like they were. And yeah, yeah. anyway, the teens frightened me. Mm. Hashtag teens. So then they end up, she goes to prom, her brother ends up taking uh, a date that's a high schooler wants to sleep with him he goes as mm-hmm. tom cruise and risky business mm-hmm. she goes as uh but that's the thing that i had a problem with is it didn't seem like couples throughout history it seemed like just costumes yeah, yeah. like there was hunter s thompson was spiking the punch there was <laughs> um there's his famous the village part. people oh yeah that's oh that one yeah him is just one part of risky business they don't know the girl in risky business you know and like... also you're number one not wearing pants to a school dance that would get yeah. shut That's, down well and also he's a 23 year old not wearing a pant- pants to a school yeah dance, yeah is... of all the outfits he could have picked that was probably but he's the 
funny bad boys. So. Yeah. I also think if they threw something like that, wouldn't girls get mad because they couldn't the, wear a dress? Yeah, because yeah. that's I remember that that was a big thing. Like, girl, I think my sister, my mom took her to like Cincinnati or somewhere oh, to get yeah. a dress. Like, traveling was involved. Jeez. Yeah. You don't get to wear formal dresses in life very much. Like, poofy. Well, you can't. Over the, you can't you can. at any point you wish to. <laughs> but it just may be frowned upon. Yeah. Doesn't mm. she... This could be... I'm just pulling this from some other high school teen movie, but doesn't... We haven't really talked about Lily Sobieski at all. Her best... Her little friends. Mm-hmm. And I feel like... I, doesn't she hurt her in some way? Like, because she thinks they're going to be friends and go to prom together and then... They don't ever want to go to prom together, okay. but she befriends her right at the beginning. Yeah. And then instead of... She gets a talking to from her boss, Gus, from uh-huh. John C. Riley, and he's like, you got to start hanging out with the cool kids. So right. instead so of going kind of to the mathletes thing oh, or whatever it right. is, she goes to a party. And then Laylee's like, what happened to you? And she's like, oh, I guess I forgot. Oh, that's when she went to the club, that weird club thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. And she's okay. like, I guess I forgot. And she's like, well, I guess you can forget to sit with us at lunch, too. And like... Burn. Sick burn. Ouch. Yeah. Okay. And then and then at prom, when they go in, that's that's kind of where it all breaks down, is they were going to do the good... Or the popular guy asked Leela Sobieski to dance mm-hmm. and then they were going to throw dog food on mm-hmm. her because that's oh that's a thing yeah. I guess yeah, tricks. and then Josie Josie uh, stops, stops it, it. Mm-hmm. and then goes on it t- explains to everyone that she's actually 25 mm-hmm. and then like sells her brother down the river too yeah he's like and that's my brother like and then the teacher ends up hearing. Yeah, she didn't have to bring him into it. I know you guys are saying she's emotionally stunted, and I get that. But I even have written here when she's doing her, that speech, someone that's twenty five that just got dog food thrown on by high schoolers, like she's like crying. She'd be know, full like, carry. Yeah. I'd well, lock the doors and burn them down. She's very emotionally invested in yeah. the whole thing. And okay, so then in the middle of her rant, she says, "I'm twenty five and then you see Sam leave. And he goes and sits outside, and she gets cornered by her boss again, by Gus, outside. And he's like, what are you doing? Did you get the story on Mr. Coulson? Like, right when he's within earshot. And then he's like, I was just a story to you, and you've never said a single honest thing to me. This whole exchange, and, like, walks away from her, which is totally justified. And then, you know, there's the time when she's trying to figure out what to write about and she's done being in high school and she ends up with this article all about how she's never been kissed and her whole story basically. And it shows him packing up. I'm assuming he's moving to New York. Well, he had broken up with that girl and he didn't want to move to New York. I thought that's a big reason why he broke up with her. Right. But I don't know if maybe he was like, now it's time. Well, to be fair, he knew that a story was potentially going to be coming out that would paint him. Well, it did come out because he was or, using the newspaper well, yeah. to well, wrap I'm up saying, his I'm stuff. Say, oh, okay. I guess and I didn't. that's how he okay. saw the story. He might have felt he needed to leave the school for... That's what yeah. I'm kind of getting at. Yeah, he, maybe he... But he was packing up his apartment or house. Like got a new job altogether, probably. Yeah, I guess probably. so. Like, I don't know. Bye. I, I'd probably think about moving <laughs> Yeah, country. seriously. Like, oh, I pretty much thought... But it never says why he changed his mind and i guess that's part of keeping the drama up until the very end Mm -hmm. to see if he shows up Mm -hmm. but what what you know it's like he doesn't seem like a big pda like big 
romantic gestures kind of guy. Mm. He's pretty low key. And then isn't by doing this, by meeting her on the mound to kiss her in her first kiss, isn't he like playing right into another story? Another news story Mm. that he'll be the center of Mm. when he didn't want to be the center of the last news story? Mm. And I get it's romantic and he has these feelings for her that he can't deny but it's like, but why exactly are you into this? I don't know. I, it all just reeks of crazy. Because like it's a, a romantic comedy. No, I mean, it is. But if a girl wrote a story about me in a newspaper, mm-hmm. said, I am, I was pretending to be a high schooler, <laughs> I am 25, I've never been kissed once, I would be like, wow. love uh, conquers all. Yeah, I'd kind of be like, okay, well, I, I know everything I need to know. I will not be at this baseball game. I'm yeah. changing my name. I'm out. And yeah. leaving the United States. You I, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. See ya. Well, I guess that's the, you know, that's the real rom-com. That's the crux of the rom-com is that love conquers all and grand right? gestures are yeah. the only way to express right you have love. to do it in a grand gesture so big. and it, it will overcome any obstacle no matter how ridiculous no matter if it could have been pedophilia but right. turns out it's not you know like <laughs> felony offenses be damned yeah doesn't matter and that's basically the end of the movie they kiss the credits roll blah 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 and she stands there for a full five minutes yeah. on the mound and it is like painful to watch how bad would that kiss probably be in reality not good. Like your oh, first, yeah. like your first kiss on a baseball diamond in front of, in front of everybody. You're super nervous. Yeah. After you've written this big, yeah. like very raw story about yeah. yourself and all the insecurities you've ever had. And right. if this really happened, she would probably throw up on that baseball diamond. Oh yeah. yeah. Like the There's minute no the guy way. got out there. Her... Oh yeah. Like minute it's just three. Kind of a silly passed out. But it is memorable because that's one of the first things I remembered about the movie. Mm-hmm. It's right. a baseball diamond. If it was flipped, would you show up for the kiss? If it was a guy on that baseball diamond, he said, oh. I'll be there for five minutes. Mm, I, don't I mean, it's a little different if it was like a guy posing as a student and I'm the teacher. And it also just, Ooh. if it, none of those quasi-pedophilia was involved at all perhaps okay, no yeah. remove remove the exact situation i guess of of you being a teacher and all that i'm just saying let's say g- guy and you have a falling out he makes a grand gesture in a newspaper if I'm he's michael vartan i would be there right. he's really <laughs> yeah he's really attractive <laughs> if he's just some guy who's had this weird crush on me and it's like right. show up here i'd be like it definitely is very situationally no. dependent because yeah. <laughs> i am like yeah. i am a I'm like a Disney kid. Like I, I told love, you no. <laughs> I love the idea of the grand gesture, but also as yeah. like an adult and a fairly cynical one. Like it's also like that's ah, yeah. really over the Plus top. Plus it's kind of a classic female position she puts herself right. in. Like I'm going to be here and you make the choice to yes. come to me. And I take all Takes, the embarrassment yeah. if you're not here. Right. And I'm still, even though I've created this situation for myself, I'm still the one in the kind of um, yeah not the dominant position yeah. i've still put myself in the position to be humiliated yeah and, yeah. and it's like guys don't tend to do that as much no. <laughs> so as i was watching this i started to think could they make this movie today mm. and they'd have to tweak it but i think you can remake this movie i, I for the cast I know I want Joseph Gordon-Levitt in there somewhere. I'm thinking he's one of the teachers. He would be the main teacher. Why couldn't we switch it and have it be a boy and a girl? Okay. 
Mm-hmm. So here's what I have. Well, because Joseph Gordon-Levitt could totally play the Drew Barrymore character. You think Joseph oh, Gordon-Levitt? Maybe not now, it. but I mean, he pretty. could play that kind of character. See, he I, has that vulnerability. He does. For well, here, sure. yeah, I guess mm-hmm. I I would like as the main role, kind of uh, unknown up and comer. I just see Joseph Gordon-Levitt in again sequel or a uh, uh, remake idea. I see him as more like like the cool teacher mentor helping like a not a romantic interest but like the kids being picked on like you know no man like it's you're gonna be okay you know like a good kind of teacher guy i see him in that role sort of Hmm. um i want seth rogan as the baseball coach (laughs) okay i like i like seth rogan there i do like flipping it so that it's the guy coming in but how about this for the twist okay instead of it being a teacher that the student ends up falling in love with or, or not a te- yeah teacher what if there are in fact two undercover writers at the school and they mm. end up falling in love with each other oh my god but they don't realize that they're both the same age this is very complicated so it's like a 25 year old thinks they're falling in love with like an 18 year old but then they find out in the end well we were both writing undercovers too much too too busy i just no. like the whole thing i think after the 21 Jump Street remake, which yeah. was so postmodern and just That's jokey. So the f- one of the funniest movies yeah. in the last. I mm. love, love I love movie. the sequels. They too, were both great. Like, they yeah. were so good. Well, they're just so self-aware. Exactly. But I just feel like we're in like a kind of postmodern time where like you have these to. 90s movies with ridiculous premises like kids today just wouldn't i don't know i just feel like but it that's wouldn't right. fly yeah. as well like it would have to be really self-effacing but, but, and yeah. really but jokey. that's where i'm coming to that this as a re- re- remake this this remake is not for high schoolers this is like hits more on like right. a nostalgia for people our age see i'm going i'm reversing it to think what if we made all the female characters male and the male characters female okay so like Joseph Gordon-Levitt could be Molly Shannon's character. And then I could see like Catherine Keener being John C. Riley's editor character. Yeah. And like Zac Efron may be a little too old to play Drew Barrymore. But Efron-ish. I feel like he could kind of do it. Yeah. Because he's also like, you know, he became famous as like a teen. Yeah, exactly. He's got that teen thing going on. But then, who do you see um, being the cool girl? I don't know. It would have to be like teenage, actual teenage actors. Yeah. Though. I don't. I feel like I don't I know a lot of those. Yeah. Well, no. Who do you who do you see taking over for the the teacher being the the love interest? Yeah, teacher? the love interest teacher. The girl, like Rachel McAdams. I could see. She could. She could do that. Hmm. I for some reason I keep. What about Amy Adams? Too old. Do you think too old? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think of somebody like early 30s at most. Mm -hmm. I think it's like like maybe an Alison Brie. Yeah. She kind of is like, she's kind of like cute and like she kind of swings young. She looks young. She's, I think, in her late mid 20s, late 20s. And let me me throw one. Anna Kendrick. Oh, she. That would be a good one. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, That's it. So we have have, uh, Anna Kendrick Mm -hmm. as the love interest, as the teacher. We have Joseph Gordon Levitt as the. like kind of tramp- comedy relief yeah trampy best friend mm-hmm. joseph gordon levitt doing the sex ed class i know it'd be oh great. my god that would be just mm-hmm. that would be so cr- awkward funny yeah oh okay good i think this is this could be good another thing too i'm gonna throw it out there 
reality TV show. You actually put put a reporter in a high school to see what the teens are doing. I'd watch mm. that. I'd watch it. Like and undercover boss, the yeah. undercover <laughs> teen. Yeah, undercover teen. <laughs> oh my gosh, that'd oh, be great. I'd watch it. Mark Burdum, my phone number is. <laughs> <laughs> Call me. <laughs> I guess a, the big thing then coming out of this, I think I already know the answer from Taryn, but if someone approached you with, say, say you could pull it off age-wise, or like look-wise, like it's not a you'll go in and not look like a teen. It, it, say someone approaches you with, Let's say $40,000 for one month. You got to go back to high school. Mm-hmm. Undercover like this. One month, assume you can you can make it look-wise. Are you taking the money? For $40,000, yeah. yes. Okay, $10,000. Probably still, yeah. Yeah. Okay, you get to keep your job and get a normal salary. What? Like if this was your job, like your actual job, oh. you would just get your normal salary. You just get paid what you're going to get paid. Say you're in her. I just want to find out where that line is where you would well, go back to there, high school or not. Are there like actual objectives you must achieve while at this yeah. high school? Like, or are you just starting around? Yeah, like, well, you got to keep young there? lady, you got to keep your grades up first thing. Oh, that's not a problem. Yeah, that's easy. <laughs> Except keep me on the math class. I'm an adult now. I don't mm-hmm. use math. I don't. Oh my understand. god! Do you guys? I I actually I still have a really good way to get booze. Do you have? <laughs> do you guys ever have, you a high... have side business? Just some, uh, some yeah. teens then. Okay. All right. <laughs> Undercover team. <laughs> Undercover team could just be a booze running operation. <laughs> <laughs> I still. I occasionally. I occasionally will have no joke. Like every three or four months, a a nightmare where I am finishing in the dream, finishing my masters, and for some reason have to go back and do high school again. I actually yeah. have a similar nightmare, but it's not that I even have to go back. It's that I one day just wake up in my high school and I'm still in it, but I'm done with it. But I can't remember. I like don't know what's going on, but everyone's there like it's normal. And I'm like, I don't know where my locker is, but it's like. I should know because I was there yesterday. I'm in high school and I can't remember my class schedule and I just wander into rooms. Yeah, that's it's actually horrifying, su- actually. No, hmm. that's not super different than mine. I'm kind of worried that this could mean something oh, if we God. looked it up. Oh, Brian no. has college graduation nightmares a lot. Like what? he's not able to graduate or something. Like he can't get there on time or he realized he missed a class. Oh, my God. God, that would be terrifying to look at your transcript and it's like, I'm ready to graduate. Oh, like, shit. slow down, friend. Yeah. Which actually has happened to yeah. someone we, we know. I'm trying to think if that's that's most of the notes. I Oh, ah, the slang. The slang. Oh, is there a lot Rufus. of really- Rufus. Rufus. I don't remember what was what does Rufus mean? That's so Rufus, man. Oh my god, right. When they just turn cool into yeah. Rufus. Can we please? And he and then James or James Franco, yeah, says something about like that's Rufio or something. He's like, No, dude, it's Rufus. Can we please make that a thing? Like bring it Rufus. I don't know if it's bringing Rufus. it back because it never was a thing, but no, I it was really absolutely like... never. <laughs> I mean I get that people like obscure references these days, so mm-hmm. maybe one person would be like, oh, Yeah, god, like when Joe I was bangerang all the time, and I didn't realize it until I watched Hook last year that it was from oh, Hook. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, chill. <laughs> That's most of the notes I have. Do you guys have anything else? Well, would you do it? Yeah, you, you didn't answer do. your own. Would I? Question. Do you mean would I? Would I walk out on the mound? Go would you show up? Would show I show up? up? Any of these? Things. And and again, in the context we're asking the question, everything is the same. Like, or am I just a girl is making a grand gesture? I'm showing up, or am I understanding that I was a teacher? I don't know. Because I think if it was, you'd the, be more likely if you weren't the teacher. If it was it, just a girl, if I if it, if I was the full teacher scenario, 
mm-hmm. as presented in the movie, I would find a way to get a hold of her before that yeah. and have a discussion because this is a vi- this is this is nuanced, man. Mm-hmm. Like you, I was having emotions, worried that I was like attracted to an underage right. student. Like mm-hmm. that's that's, that's messed up. What's real stuff. and what's yeah. not? Yeah, and yeah. so I need to work that. If it was just a girl doing a grand gesture, um, yeah, fuck it, why not? Yeah, it could be fun. I think yeah. it'd be neat to. I think it'd be neat to like. I'm not gonna lie. It would be cool to just you know a stadium cheering and you run, you run down, you, you <laughs> hop down in the dugout, you run out, and boom. Yeah. I, I would really hope it was a girl who had had a kiss before she was 25. Right. Because again, that would just be oh my god. They probably hit teeth. Oh, absolutely. There's no way they didn't. Because the great thing about too. not being kissed is. You don't have to worry about herpes. Yeah. <laughs> Great point. Well, what, what if she shared lip gloss with someone that perhaps, mm. I mean, there's mm. still a... But you have a much less chance of getting herpes. <laughs> so on a, and we've talked about this before, on a, if you had to give this a, a rating from uh, one to ten, ten being the, not quality of the movie, but like it, how much of a rom-com is it? Ten being like the most stereotypical, I mean, just perfect hardcore rom-com or a one would be... I think it's like an eight. And in terms of, you know, rating, I liked it better than 27 Justice. Really? Significantly better. I, I I would put this probably as well, like, as a, how much of a rom-com it is. I would, yeah, I'd put it pretty high. Like, a, mm-hmm. like a, probably an eight or nine for me, actually. Because yeah. they did hit a lot of the tropes. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Pretty... I, I feel like I just, too, personally, most of the romantic comedies I've watched, which are honestly not that many, are, like, these kind of teen. Yeah. Because that's kind There's of the period resonant I was about watching. the teen stuff. Yeah. I feel like that's when you're at your most, like, yeah. aspirational about. And you can get like, away with a lot of stuff in teen definitely. movies. But, like, adults, you're like, you should know better well yeah. i think it will be interesting to, when we get to the point of watching some of them that are more adult centric like mm-hmm. uh, like harry met sally or mm-hmm. you've got mail or some of those mm-hmm. that um don't as much have that that team gone i i like 27 dresses better than this no way i did i did but i don't think i'd never really watched i'd seen it on tv but i never really mm-hmm. watched it so i don't think it has this the close place in my heart uh, yeah. that some other ones do but i enjoyed it but again i to me it's like it's pretty high as far as it being a quintessential mm-hmm. rom-com um, yeah so up next are we doing summer catch i'll do summer catch that could be fun yeah. i feel like you gotta get a freddie prince Jr. i know like pretty early he's pretty pretty quintessential yeah okay well i guess then that is that's that's about everything right you don't have any more yeah. notes Tanny. great soundtrack no. again oh my god the soundtrack was so Matthew good sweet Ooh. the smith wow. oh yeah the smith the, uh, the random Simpson, simpsons theme song that the band is playing <laughs> oh that's that's another thing when i said that i just want to live in a romantic comedy mm-hmm. not to go back There's to a schoolhouse a, rock song oh wow it's great uh, i gotta rewatch those guys no yeah. absolutely well it, and just again now jumping back into a note that i just saw in high school i don't remember like going to a band like i feel like in romantic comedies you often see the like a band practice going on and they'll mm-hmm. like march around the people i love you baby oh my god yeah I, like i feel like that that isn't a thing though that takes that takes uh, having place. been in the band no 
But don't I march want, around people. But I want <laughs> you stand to. there and go, why are you on the field? Yeah, like this is our time. Yeah. But I absolutely want that to happen. I really, yeah. I really love it. It's a beautiful that. time. Okay, so then next week we are going to be doing Summer, Summer Catch. Catch with Freddie Prince Jr. But Jessica Beale Timberland. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess uh, that's everything. So this is, uh, I'm Justin. I'm Sarah. <laughs> Next time, I promise we'll actually watch them. <laughs> and this has been romcomcom.com. Thanks for Bye. listening. You cannot do that.